Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. This is Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. The podcast where back of house Ali and front of house Marco talk food and drink. Heads up. These two spent decades in restaurants, so some mature content and language is bound to come up. Get ready for Eat and Drink. Forks up. Okay. Hey, all right. Oh, Perfect. my God. Uh, okay. So nice no. to see you smiling. Huh? It's so nice to see you. Often what happens is, I'm Ali Hassan, by the way. That's Marco Timpano. Yes. Often what I see, I talk to Marco. I'm full of joy. And he's angry. He's angry because he's staring at his laptop and some sound issue is happening. I know nothing about this. He leaves me out of the sound, which I'm forever grateful for. I want to. I want nothing to do with the tech. I. It w- it'd be bad for both of us. But the anger, the roller coaster emotions that I see your eyeballs go through. You know, it's when you yell and scream or hit the mic. It really kind of. You always got to mention that. Well, huh? no, I'm happy. You know why? Because of our win. What a win. What a win. What a win. If you follow sports at all, if you've uh, if you've read a headline of a of a of a sports section of a newspaper, if you've watched television, you will know Golden State and Toronto played in the NBA finals. That's right. That's and, basketball. Uh, that's for, basketball. For anyone who's living outside yeah. North America and yeah, doesn't know yeah, what NBA yeah, yeah. stands if you, for. If you're yeah. not familiar. Um, but this is what I'm saying. Even if you don't care for basketball. Yeah. You have to have come across the headlines that the Toronto Raptors brought the NBA championship to Canada for the first time in, uh, I think it's 22 years. 24. 24 years. Um, It's been a long road. There are people who have been fans since day one. Yes. Uh, I used to go to the games and sit in something called the Sprite Zone. Oh wow! And this was the days of like uh, Arsenio was a big deal, right? And uh, and uh, it was like the dog pound that Arsenio had. We were just like this group of unruly uh, people. They would shoot like t-shirts into our area. We right. were probably known to be uh, the more impoverished. You know, we paid ten dollars for tickets. Ten dollars for tickets. Crazy. To it. it was unbelievable. Anyway, for those of you who are young and might not know, Arsenio Hall is a yes. stand-up who had his own talk show called the Arsenio Hall Show. And that's who part of his audience was called the dog pound. He wrote my dog pound at and then everyone would go, and they would um, swing their arm in the air. You can't see what I'm doing. No, no, but I can. It's wonderful. It's glorious. (laughs) Thank you so much. The Raptors won, making it an international, making it an international event because it's the first time it's won outside of the U.S. And we brought it home. And a couple days ago, we had the parade. And now we're recording our show. Yeah. And this is an ode. To the Raptors. This is. show is a, an ode to the Raptors. Uh, we Our joy is not over. No. We want to continue to celebrate. You have a drink. Yes. That is, that is connected. You know, mm-hmm. and, and also, uh, it's perfect because even though the, the parade was a few days ago, I, uh, I need a drink after that parade. That was, as a guy who doesn't like crowds. Sure. I was in the wrong place. And I went because of my son. My seven-year-old is a huge basketball fan. This guy goes to bed by 9.30. He's fading by 9.30 every night, but he stayed up because of the time zone difference. He stayed up till whatever it was, 1.15 in the morning, the night that they won. Wow. I didn't want to have my wife come back and be like, it was the best moment of your son's life. He was so excited. You should have seen it. And I wasn't there. Right. Why? Because I don't like crowds? No. I'm going to go. Anyway, it turns out we are there at this on the, along the parade route, 
sitting in a flower bed, uh, getting hemorrhoids you, on a concrete uh, uh, edge of the flower bed. Did you destroy the bed. flowers? I never, I never touched the flowers. Okay. I was scolded many times by security. Uh, Sir, you cannot be there with the flowers. I'm like, I'm sitting on the concrete. I respect your flowers. I respect your flowers. Many times I was scolded. And then uh, just a swell of people all around us. And, you know, the parade's like two and a half hours late. And at one point my son goes, you know what? I kind of want to go back home now. I was like, you son of a bitch. Oh, no. I will kill you and make international headlines for being the father who murdered his own son right now. You don't go home. I'm here for you. And if he doesn't want to be there, why am I there? I'm literally there for him. Right. So anyway, we saw it. I'm glad I was there in the end. And um, yeah, it was... uh, it was a wonderful thing to be part of. And now, Marco, uh, what's happening in the back, if you, anyone's wondering, what is that noise? That is the, the um, what could be described as the clumsy slicing <laughs> of uh, Marco Timpano. <laughs> so it's hard have, to slice on an no, angle, sitting down. Yes, on a, on a, on a, on a, on a shaky table. On a shaky table. Yeah, and yeah. I'm trying not to cut myself, but I'm trying to make really lovely slices for you because I'm gonna, about and to I make you a drink. Clumsy, like a monster, I yeah. call it clumsy. So you have <laughs> so. some sliced... Uh, cucumber. Yes. You have some uh, strawberry that you've done something nice to. Yes. You have uh, apple slices. Do you know what I'm going to make? I have no clue. Okay. So now, when I said it was, uh, when I said it was, I dropped. <laughs> you might as well say it. Drop the apple. Okay. Drop the apple on uh, the ground. Apple the slice. The first of many drops. Drop number one today was a slice of apple. So when you said that the drink is going to be reflective of the Raptors, I didn't I didn't inform Ali what I was going to make. And he's like, I'm going to talk about the Raptors and my, my food item is going to be Raptor-based. And I'm like, great. It'll work well with my drink. And then you go and reveal that it's, it's not it's not Raptor-based. It is, though, sports-based. It has a connection oh, yeah, to yeah, sports. Yeah. So that's it's why still, I said it's so. It's still an ode. It's an ode. Sure. Yeah, so you're doing good this does not tell you what I'm going to make. The this, meaning the cucumber, strawberry, and apple, it does not. Does this help? That is a uh, shot glass with some mint. Yeah, it. it's a sprig of mint is, is all I need to. You can take a picture of that. It still doesn't help. Why don't I? You take a picture of that. This still doesn't help because uh, I don't really. You know what You know what it makes me think of right now? What? It makes me think of when you're in a nice hotel and they have three different types of water. One is the cucumber okay. water, one is the water with strawberries in it, and one is the water with mint or maybe chunks of apple or melon. This is what I'm thinking of, like the Fairmont, uh, Mexico City, or something okay, like that. Okay, right fair. Now. That's where I fair. am. That's where you've taken me. All right. So this this is going to deal with a sport, but it, these items aren't necessarily reflective of sport, but they're reflective of the country that you would find these four items growing in. Okay. So does that give you a hint of what part of the world we might be in and the sport that might be associated? Take a wild guess or a stab at it. Let me just say soccer. Not a bad guess. Not a bad guess. Now, it's Thank not you for soccer. Being supportive of my, my does mistake. this help? A PIM. So this is England. This is you England. You got it. This you is, got of it. Of course it's England. So what sport would this be connected cricket. to? Cricket. No. Good guess, you though. Son of a gun. I've said soccer. I've said cricket. I'm what else s- do you want from me? I'm going to tell you. Lawn bowling. It. it no. Something no. like that. Horseshoeing. No. What else are these There's a city Brits in England, yes. not far from London, that starts with a W that's famous for a sporting event that you may or may not play. Wimbledon. You got it. Tennis. You got it. So what this is one here? of the official drinks of Wimbledon. And uh, the other one is champagne. Okay. It's also one of the official drinks to uh, when Brits or Americans play polo. So had you said polo, I'd be like, all right, yeah, you're, 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 you got a good stab there, right? Yeah. So I chopped up the ingredients. I wanted to chop them up as, as we were on the air because I want them to be as fresh as possible. This drink dates back to 1832. When did, when did Canada become a nation? I should have looked that up. 1870, 18, 
Hey, man, don't put me on the Listen, spot here, bud. You have a phone. <laughs> All right. So uh, while Ali looks this up, this is Pims. Pims is a gin-based fruit uh, cup or a gin-based uh, drink that has a bunch of spices in it. It, it goes well with um, cups, as they call it in England, which is a drink that's often mixed with uh, some sort of sparkling uh, additive, whether that be English lemonade or, as we note it, lemon-lime soda. Right. So now I'm going to put you on the spot right please, now. Please, Last year, we're both idiots. Last year was Canada what? Canada 150. 150. That's Do right. the math, buddy. I can't right now. You can't <laughs> right now, huh? 1867. Okay, so this, this, was, this drink I'm going to create for you was invented prior to our nation becoming an official country. So we were still... Under- things older than Canada. It huh? is. It yeah. is. So I'm going to make you this lovely drink here. Uh, just to give you a little history, this was invented in a London oyster bar by James Pym. And okay. he made it as a digestive for his customers. And then in 1971, it was featured in Wimbledon. And today, over 80,000... Uh, pints of this is served and, to spectators every year. And would you say it, it's is it called a Pim's cup or is it just called a Pim's? This one's a Pim's cup. So yeah. the interesting thing, based on my research, is that they had different cups. So this was actually uh, cup number one. Then they had cup two, cup three, cup four. Cup four was a um, infused gin drink that had oranges and spices, so it was often used around wintertime for winter drinks. Okay. Uh, but a lot of them faded because uh, the Pim's company, uh, the beverage company or the alcohol beverage distillery, kind of went in flux. People were buying it. At one point, Guinness had it, and then the cups became out of fashion. But the one that did stay was the Pim's Cup or Pim's Cup Number 1, and that's what I'm going to make for All right. You. Okay. All right. So – Fairly simple drink. Add ice to a chilled glass. Now, that glass, I yep. want to take a picture of this sure. here. Is that the – you're usually very true to your um, – uh, what's the right word? You uh, you honor the beverage in every way, including the actual glassware. Are you doing that today? Yeah, it should be in a Collins glass, so Collins. a tall glass. Yeah. This isn't – a perfect Collins glass. No, it isn't. But I don't like what it does at the bottom there. You don't. It no, it, 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 it widens. <laughs> but um, I just thought with all the ingredients I'm going to put in there, I yeah. want it to be substantial, a glass, and, and can carry quite a few. I'm glad you mentioned that because I'm making the traditional Pim's cup. And I had looked at a bunch of recipes, and a lot of them said to use orange. Yeah. And then I read the traditional, and it's like, no, it's got to be ingredients that you can find in England. Okay. So I had to go buy an apple. Apples okay. aren't in season right now. So this morning I, I got up early and went and bought an apple for you. Now there's an orange in my fridge. That's probably not going to get used. Okay. So okay. are there is there also a tears and depression a going there? A little bit. A little bit. Okay, good. Because we do want to be as authentic as possible. Um, shots fired at the British. Two Sorry. ounces of Pims. Yeah. Now, it says to use English lemonade. I had to look that up. Turns out English lemonade is just a brand of lemon lime soda from England. I'm trying not to get this on my computer. Oh, man. It sounds of Yeah. Danger, danger, danger. We should have opened this <laughs> before. I don't know why I don't think to, to open stuff beforehand. Like we've only done, what, 40 episodes? You're just you know, getting, while you're this just is getting releasing, up. You know, you're not, you're not used to this show yet. One strawberry. Yeah. One cucumber. It's a beautiful looking drink already. Oh, hang on a second. What happened? Was there hair on that? Cucumber? Yeah, there was a dust or something. I didn't like this, what, how that looked. One of those. Oh, I'm going to use the. You know what I do to my mint? Slappy. Give it a little slap. Slappy. A sprig time. of mint. Yeah. Four ounces of the lemon lime soda. Okay, this is which a very is still, sweet drink yeah. then, huh? Yeah, and you know, I was going to try to get something that wasn't too sweet for you because I know you don't like sweetness. That's all right. You honored the drink. Honor the drink first and me, me second. 
Um, I asked my wife to get a can. What does taste like? It tastes a little bit herbal. Okay. Are you okay with that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, no, no. I'm okay with the whole thing. The... um, yeah, a can would have been good. Now you're stuck with two liters of Sprite. I mean, one person stuck is another person's like uh, you know bounty. I'm know. never gonna. You could use Seven Up. You could. I even read a recipe. You could use limonata, but I wanted to get as close to po- as possible to the actual drink. And now you give it a little stir, mix those flavors in. Probably more ice could be used. Part of me wants to mash. The fruit, but it just says to stir. Yeah, Yeah, but it just says to stir. So, I should have used more ice. I'm sorry. I should have really filled it up. You have no respect for yourself. There you go. So you're going to taste that and tell me what tell me what you think. I'm going to say Pim's cup. The Pim's cup. Now this drink here, when you get it at bars, it's very expensive. Is that right? Yeah, it's more expensive than it should. I don't know because Pim's isn't to buy the Pim's the actual Pim's. How is it? Very refreshing. Is it nice? Could you like picture if I yourself? I think of an outdoor tennis court. Right. Is that what you were? Yes, going with I was going to go with that. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. You know when you when you made me the mint uh, julep and we yes. were talking about the Kentucky Derby yep. and all that. It's not like I'm imagining horses right. and here I'm. But if I think of, a, I'm sitting there yeah. out in the heat. Last year I did something similar in Toronto. There's the. Um, uh, Rogers Cup, right, it's called, and it's, it was a hot day in July. Yeah, and you kind of need drinks like this. You need something that's refreshing, and and uh, and and the herbal thing is actually a, it's good. Now I have more fooling uh, yourself into believing you're doing something good to your body. More strawberry, apple, and and mint here. If you want to add more to it, yeah, uh, I cut it and sliced it for you to add to it. A lot of recipes will add all kinds of different fruit, almost like a sangria. They'll just be adding whatever fruits they have yeah. into this drink. This is the classic traditional Pim's cup, and he's just drinking away at it, so I know he likes it. Well, no, it's <laughs> I'm also drinking so I can uh, give an informed opinion oh, okay. about this drink. And I, I have to say mm-hmm. it's like – I don't know if this is the way it's supposed to be, but it's a perfect blend where I can't taste – any particular one of the cucumber, oh, the mint, great. the strawberry, or the apple. I go – in my head, I go, oh, yeah, I can taste the apple. And then it, it goes away. And it, it, it's like a perfect blend of these four fruits. Now, you asked me what Pims taste like. I'm going to pour a little – oh, don't feel you have to drink all this. But just <laughs> taste a sip of the Pims. I didn't yeah. mean to pour that much in there. So just take a sip. So you know what the Pims taste like without all the ingredients. Mm-hmm. It's like, t- like a taste test here. I mean – if if a cough syrup tasted like that, I'd be very excited to okay. get that cough syrup. Okay, fair enough. Syrup. Fair enough. So the bl- blending this – so a PIMS needs needs something to right. lift it, right? You right. can't just drink it like this. Otherwise, it's a little bit uh, medicinal tasting, right? Which was its original use, was used as a digestive aid, oh, right? So yeah. you could okay. see how that, how that would play. But once you add the English lemonade or the lemon-lime soda that you choose, a bunch of fruit, give it a little stir – Give it to your guests on a nice hot summer day. Let's yeah. say you, white T-shirt, white shorts, bandana. Uh, I love the bandana. Hilarious. You know, yeah. Well, a wrist, ba- a wrist, <clears throat> a wrist sweat, whatever you call them. Am I uh, am I in an '80s glam rock band or am I at the at Wimbledon? I can't. Or you could be at a, an, uh, a U.S. polo match, U.S. versus okay. uh, London. Yeah, yeah. There yeah, you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Or the U.S. versus the U.K. You sipping that? Yeah. I'm maybe, on board, buddy. Maybe a chapeau. Uh, slightly crooked hey, on your head. I'm, I'm on board sipping it in this sound booth. <laughs> okay. So you can imagine outdoors in a sporting event, I'm very much on board. So Great. as you saw, it was a very easy cocktail to make. You just need the, the various fruit. Yeah. Serve this to your friends. They'll be like, what's this Pim's cup? It's an afternoon, sunny day. Enjoy. 
Also nice for brunch. Would you make this in a uh, in a pitcher? You could. You could most certainly. Yes, yeah. you could most certainly. And in fact, a lot of the recipes online are going to have the uh, measurements made for uh, serving a large party. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's great. An ode to sports. Yes. Uh, and, and something wonderful for uh, for this type of weather that we have where you, you might have, you know, backyard brunches and people over. It's good. Marco. The mother-in-law, you don't know what she likes? Serve her this. I mean, maybe she doesn't like this. I well, mean, then this is not – Mother-in-law's this is not a gateway to your mother-in-law's love. I don't think you can guarantee then that. Then what would be a drink for the mother-in-law? I don't know. You know Depends what? Depends who your mother-in-law is, buddy. Next week. Yeah? Next week I have a good mother-in-law drink. Okay. All right? The odds of you remembering that are so low, but I'm going to uh, I'm going to pretend like, yeah. Yeah. We Neither of us take notes on these great ideas no. that we have. No, but I do want to say this. Yes. Someone did ask us, is it rhizome or ribosome? For remember the ginger episode we did yeah, way it's, back when it's rhizome. It's it's rhizome, yeah, and it's and it and I believe it was Karen in Northern BC yeah. or Central BC who asked. So have you guys figured it out? And you wrote a, actually a rude comment back to her saying, "No, I did not." Yes, you did. did I saw say? it and I was like, "What does he do?" And you're like, "It is what it is. We're not going to tell you." No. Yes. Yes. I swear to you. You're out of your mind. No. I would never do no. that. You did. Well, maybe it wasn't that rude. Okay. But it was yeah, kind of like. You rooted it up in your memory. A little bit. A little bit. I yeah. added a little bit of pep to it. Uh, <laughs> no, nothing worse than the Marco Masala. In the end, I probably said, we'll look it up, Karen. And then you turned it into like, this guy's a monster in every single way. And Ka- no. Karen also sent us a recipe for butter, butter tarts. So you need to make that recipe. It's that Karen? It's that Karen. As if I would be rude to that Karen. I save my rudeness for you and you only. And so you enjoy that and you love it because it's yours. It's yours to treasure. (laughs) Karen, if I was rude, I apologize. And I, I... He's only apologized because I'm holding him to the fire. But I don't think I was. Like, I, that's why it's like this doesn't feel like a genuine apology because I don't – why would I – we love when people oh, love reach it. out and love connect it. to us. Why would I – look, we, we have also, a listener Karen, for, I'm hungover quite often. Please do understand that. So it's hard um, to know. We have a listener in California who wants us to do a feature on Persian food. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And I said it's not going to happen. What? Is no. that what you said? No, no. You're oh, the no. rude one. Oh, You're oh the without rude a doubt. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll clean that. I'll clean that cup. <laughs> The rude man's cup. you are. All, All right. right. Well, here we are, man. Um, but we do talk about Persian food quite a bit. We do mention yeah. uh, variations of things that, sure, that are Persian. Sure, sure and I think do. that's why uh, he sort of said, you know, I love it when you guys talk about Persian food. Maybe you guys can go to a Persian restaurant. I'm and going what? to. What I'm going to do, okay. um, and this is going to be closer to the fall. Okay. Again, something we should probably note. We should write this down. I'm going to make a Persian <laughs> soup called Osh. It is... So unbelievably satisfying. Okay. Um, that's it. That's all I can say. Have you had the Persian rice? You know what? We'll talk about it Have later. I We're... had the Persian rice? Yeah. No, I'm an ogre who lives in a cave and just came out and saw sunlight for the first time. Of course I've had okay. the Persian okay. rice. Okay, don't get mad. Every time I mention Persian <laughs> rice, even even friends of mine, they get upset. All right, let's, let's, let's let that be, yeah. and we'll have it with the The Persian rice it. conversation has to go to the tadig. The tadig is the... Uh, the, the, the stuck, like almost burnt, crispy, crispy yeah. rice at the bottom. That's right. Um, and that's like what people yeah. fight over, mm-hmm. you know, like the like the, like the the big leg of chicken. You know, kids might yeah. fight over that. People fight over that. I think that's tadini. cross-cultural too because I know in my mom's part of Italy, which is very well known for polenta, yes. the sticky polenta or the crusty uh, oh. bottom of the polenta that yeah. kind of is on the bottom of the of – the, uh, 
what would you call it? The copper pot. Yeah. Uh, which it's traditionally made in, but whatever pot you make it in, the kids would fight for that too. Yeah. Okay. But anyways, we're well, getting off topic here. Well, yes. Our topic is back to- uh, Speaking of crispy. Speaking of crispy, <laughs> we- um, we took a Persian we have detour. An ambassador. Okay. We so, have an ambassador to the yes. Raptors. His name is Drake. Perhaps you've heard of him. I'm, I'm, I'm almost guaranteeing more people have heard of Drake than they have of basketball. At this I point. love Drake. But you know who I love more? Drake's mother. I serve Drake's mother. I think I oh, – did I talk about no, it on the show? No, no. I, okay. I, I thought that you were going to go and diss his mother right now. No, no. Are you crazy? Yeah. I could never do that. You'd be dead. I had You'd to be s- dead before you reached the outside. <laughs> it's true. I had to serve Drake's mother. And they were like – Marco, that table there is Drake's mother, you know, serve her well, blah, she's a VIP. I'm like, look, everybody I serve is VIP and everybody I serve is not VIP. So she's just going to get my service. If you want to have somebody else kiss Drake's mom's ass, then you get that person. I'm not going to do it. Wow. That's just a a sample of the type of service you get from Marco (laughs) Timpano right there. So I go over. I'll give her what I give her and that's what she's going to get. That's what she's going to get. So I go over there and I'm like, I always hate serving celebrities because there's always an air of something. Yeah. So I go over and she's there with her friend and she looks like, a, you know, someone's mother. She doesn't look any any different, let's say, right? She couldn't be nicer. She just wanted to talk to her friend. She didn't really want to be bothered, but she was really pleasant, very nice, left a good tip. And every time I came there, she would address me ask me questions or she wouldn't like ignore me and let her friend talk like some celebs do. Mm-hmm. She was pleasant, lovely, and I just want to send a shout out to Drake's mom. All right. There you go. There Sorry. You go. I just had Drake's to do that. Mom. I just had to do that. Let's see if she's on Instagram and we'll tag her in this episode. Uh, thank you, Drake's mom. Thank you for being a, a wonderful person. Yeah. At least to Marco. Yeah. And we all know how difficult that is. <laughs> I've not found the way to do it myself. And she found it just in that moment. Isn't that amazing? So Drake... Uh, upon our win, upon the Raptors' win, game six, he was coming out of the hallway, and they were like, Drake, 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 what do you got to say? What do you got to say? And I, I, Drake is like, in equal measure, takes himself not seriously and then takes himself very seriously. So you never know which Drake you're going to get. In that moment, you took, you got a Drake that was taking himself very seriously, but what was coming out of his mouth was completely not serious. Right. But he was looking up, and I think to his left, was looking up to his left, as sure. though he was communicating directly into God's office, and just he was saying, "Look at these people! Look at the stands! Look at this! Look at this!" Yeah. And, then, and then he says, I'm "So happy Kyle Lowry brought the chips." And then from the word, just as a guy who has done sort of improv-related stuff, sure. and who sometimes gets on stage with with just like a half. Asked plan, and we'll see where it goes. Let me see if I can turn this into a joke. That's what I felt was happening. Kyle Lowry brought the chips. And from the word chips, he goes, I just want my chips. And I want my chips with my dip. I just want my chips and my dip. That's what he said. And it just felt like you're coming up with a rap in the moment because mm-hmm. everyone was like, I don't know what he meant by that. It could mean I don't want to just be served chips. I want the respect that is due. Sure. To somebody who has been part of this mm-hmm. from the beginning. I want my chips and my dip. I want to have my cake and I want to eat it too. Nothing that could be that. that. Yeah. Uh, whatever it was, today I'm talking about chips. And Amazing. Dip. Right? Amazing. Yep. Okay. First of all, favorite chip. Oh, me? Yeah. No, the other seven guys in the fucking closet we call a sound booth. Yes, you. Okay. I like the Canadian barbecue chip or ketchup chip. Oh, that's your favorite. Those are my favorites. Okay. And, you know, any U.S. listener might be saying, what are you talking about? Our chips are like our NBA team are better than your chips. (laughs) 
Because we have we we have great flavors, and I know I'm I might be stepping on Drake's toes when I when I say that, but uh, with regards to the chips, but I always love. Canada's chips versus when I'm in the states. I don't think you're stepping on Drake's from Canada. No, I know, but like he's got the chip sort of meme right now, and I shouldn't yeah. step on his meme with our chips no, are no, better no. than your chips. Okay, let's leave Drake where it is. Let's okay. leave that thing where it yeah. is. And now it's a separate question. Pretend yes. I didn't speak about right. that. Freedom, Marco, to speak from your heart <laughs> and talk about your favorite chip, either barbecue or ketchup, or what do it for you? Is yeah, that what you're saying it depends the mood. If yeah. I want something that's a little sweeter, I'll go for the ketchup. Yeah. If I want something with a bit of pep, I'm going to go for the barbecue. Okay. Yeah. Where do you stand on like a Doritos? Um, I don't mind them. I don't okay. mind. I, I prefer to have over Dorito a classic sort of uh, Mexican style uh, chip. Okay. Plain and then you add to it. This is it. Right? Okay. So I, I've always operated from the position of people are trying to kill me. That's what I. That's how I live my life on oh, a wow. daily basis. Yeah, never really did anything about it. Okay. And then you know, I meet my wife. She has two daughters, who are my daughters now. Like we'd like to eat healthy. Sure, we've never eaten well. My wife, you know, not to speak out of school here, but she was in a relationship where uh, her husband was, to say the least, very high maintenance. So it was okay. just like cook whatever you can in the microwave, in a toaster oven, quickly get the f- kids fed right. whatever nuggets or fish sure. sticks or whatever and handle this man and his his, his various issues. Okay. Never focused on food. So when right. she met me, she said, you're a chef. I want us to eat better. Yeah. So the first thing I did, like the very easy thing. I was like, I'm not going to be a monster. I'm not going to say like no junk food in this house. I'm right. not going to do that. But what we're going to do is we're going to bring, if we bring junk food in this house, less than five ingredients. Oh, I like that. So what happened in that, you know, in that little sort of, uh, not, not a mantra, but in that sort of credo that I mm. developed, what we started eating, you, that, you know how many chips that rules out? That mm. rules out almost all the chips. Sure. Except for tortilla chips. Yes. And plain chips, okay. which are, you know, often sunflower oil, potatoes, salt. Right. That's it. Now I'm like, I screwed myself over too with this whole thing. Mm-hmm. I can't eat, you know, dying for a few months for like a dill pickle chip or something. Sure. But over time, your Is that your chip flavor? I really like, I love them all. Okay. I love them all. There was yeah. no chip I would turn my nose up at. Okay. But I literally transformed my palate where I just love a plain chip now. I love a plain chip and I don't, I don't know, like I've had a few salt and vinegar just reaching a bowl right. and it's like a... It's like a punch in my nose. It's okay. like crazy. Sure. I, and, and in fact, you know what? Salt and vinegar was my thing. Salt and vinegar. Okay. Salt and vinegar. My least favorite. Oh, okay. Yeah, that explains everything about yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. That's that's exactly who you are. The guy who doesn't like the best chip. That's no, exactly no, no. I, see, I would <laughs> see. I like malt vinegar with my fish and chips. Yes. That's all I'm going to say there. Ah, okay. Yep. So yeah, this is a purity issue, right? Maybe. Because now salt and vinegar, it's like now there's an artificial taste here. I, but, I'm used to uh, eating the real vinegar. But yes, right. I get it. So- when you get when you become the person who's not buying chips with, with those extra flavors, sure. you also become the guy who really gets into dips, especially with uh, oh, tortilla of course, chips. Of course, because so I make all okay. these salsas and you know ch- chutneys and relishes and right. all that, and so you start dipping stuff in there. Sure. And so, uh, big fan of dipping. Wow. So when Drake spoke to the world mm-hmm. through God that day, he was, he was really speaking, speaking to, to you, me. exactly. Oh, wow. Right? Chips and dip. I mean, this guy is talking my language. Yeah. So for the Raptors today, we're going to talk about chips and dip. I have my favorite corn tortilla chips. And I actually had a place where I can tell the difference between a good sort of, you know, stone ground organic right. tortilla chip and then like a 
No disrespect, but one of the big guys. One of the right. big yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, makers. We don't even have to, we don't, we don't even have to like, you, you know, know who you are. Yeah. You're listening, and we are, we're on to you. We're on to your game. They're not listening. But uh, I have some dips here. And if they want to sponsor our show, we'll change our tune. Hey, man, we'll, we'll edit this part out. <laughs> Years of editing practice that Marco has has done can lead us to this moment where sure. we just cut this part yeah, out. And we're like, oh, you want to know the best chip? And we replace it's, it with exactly. With the biggest. All biggest the chips are great. <laughs> yeah. I've always said that. Marco. Yeah, fair, fair. Okay, so we've got four dips in front of us. Yeah. And they look beautiful in color. Yeah. Can I just do one thing? What do you want? This is what I would do. What if I was serving this, I would. Basically, what he did is he uh, he moved the yeah. I, you know what? You is that right? Thing. You no? did a good okay. thing. Yeah, okay. yeah. Because now we have a, a green hummus. This is an avocado hummus. Yum. Then we have a bean dip. The bean dip has a little bit of like red pepper and stuff. Beautiful. In it too. A bean dip. There's nothing wrong with a bean dip. Nothing folks. wrong with a bean, Love bean it. dip. The only thing I would do differently here is I would have left it a little bit more chunky. Like there's red pepper and corn in there, but right. when I blended it. Goodbye. Completely blitzed it. You know, right. I just held that button for too long. This is this is bought. This one's not made. This okay. is a smoky uh, queso cheese okay. dip. And then this is like a, a little chipotle dip. This is like a mayonnaise-based uh, chipotle dip. Uh, I, I don't make a lot of mayonnaise-based dips okay. anymore. I don't know why that's happened. But you don't like mayonnaise? I don't know. Like mayonnaise was part of my life. You know, right. tuna fish mayonnaise. Sure. Every sandwich had mayonnaise. It's actually the Italian friends I had. Oh. They were like, no, man, you just good bread, good meat, maybe some mostarda, and yeah. then that's it. You let right. the you let those ingredients speak for themselves. Just for just for the Italian record, yes. mostarda does not mean mustard. What does it mean? Chutney. You're joking. No, I'm not joking. Ah. Well, mostarda those, means well, those guys didn't know what the hell they were talking about. Mostarda means a chutney from Cremona. That's that's generally what it is. So it's a chutney. It's a specific chutney, or the closest thing we can link it to is a chutney. But it is a it is a chutney like dish from Cremona, which is in the north part of Italy. Senape is how you say mustard. Senape. Senape. Yeah. Which I think is close to French, right? Look, these were morons okay. in Montreal. They right. didn't okay, know fair anything. enough. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, to be honest, did they even say mostarda? Maybe they didn't. No, because a lot of Italians do. That's why. Oh, I, do yeah, they? I, I'm, okay. I'm underlying that. Okay. Oh, Because okay, if you go okay. to Italy and you say, could I have some mostarda, they're going to give you chutney with whatever you've right. So let's say you're having a hot dog. I wouldn't, you... I wouldn't turn up my nose. I wouldn't. Uh, I'd be happy. Uh, Italian chutney? Yeah. Didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. I'm going to send you the recipe. Okay. Okay. But I won't send it to anyone else. I'll send it to you. Wow. And then you can you can determine if it's really if it's a, a if it's a proper we're really not an inclusive show here no, no. apparently. It has to be tested by you before we can we can <laughs> you're the chutney expert. You come in, oh guess what I got? Some chutney. Totally. Good impression. Right? <laughs> okay. Uh, let's get back to the chips. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so these are four dips. You know, this I could have literally had twenty of these. Right. There's so many dips mm-hmm. out there. Tell me about your favorite dip. Okay, you into. Wh- which wh- why these four of the of the? Dips I wanted a, a cheese. Oh, can we dip? get a picture of this? Oh yeah, yeah because yeah. it looks so beautiful. Before I mash it up, I wouldn't say it looks that beautiful, but, but it's but a nice color. You. So you got green, you've got a rust brown, you've got a bright orange, and you've got a creamy uh, white or off white in the dip in the dip coloration. Yeah, and then you've got this beautiful laptop cable in the picture oh, as well, man. which is a nice uh, a nice touch that everybody is. Is it out? It's out. Okay, great. Um, okay, I'm gonna just start yeah. dipping. So, why this? I wanted to have a hummus in there. There's no reason. You can't talk dip and not talk hummus. This is great. It's great. It's avocado great. hummus, man. Uh, lemon? Lime? Yeah, yeah. You've you got to have something citrus in there because yeah. it's just it's yeah. light and beautiful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, then, you know, um, 
There's nothing. Cre- this is why you know I railed. Uh, oh, this is great too. The the bean dip is sorry. Very good. The bean dip is know. great too. Yeah. No, those are my two favorites. I would say, but this is also the queso one is a guilty pleasure. Like it's okay. one that I, you feel like you shouldn't be eating, but man, it's pretty darn good. But the avocado. This is why I railed so angrily about people who putting a mayonnaise in their guacamole. Right. What's creamier than avocado? It's a naturally creamy thing. It's so good. Like, what are we? What are we trying to do here, people? Nature's mayonnaise. Nature's mayonnaise. So anyway, that avocado in hummus I find is very nice. This is good, and I hate smoked things. And yeah, it's good. It's yep. not too smoky. No, it's, it's not, not too smoky. Right? And the smoke is not. That uh, liquid smoke? Yes. Because it would bother I me know, right away. I know. You've, you've talked about liquid mm. smoke ad nauseum. Uh, <laughs> ad infinitum. Uh, <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't talked enough. That one, very good too. Oh, it's got a little kick to it. It's, it's got, got a little, little kick. kick to it. Exactly. You don't expect it because no. it's, it's white mayo-based. You don't expect that exactly. kick. Nicely done, my friend. So this is, you know, I, I used to make these uh, sour cream dips. I used to use sour cream a lot. So I didn't mm. use mayo, but in sour cream... We'd put um, spinach. This is the simplest dip you've ever heard of. And you know um, these uh, either Lipton or Knorr or whatever brand yeah. you get like a soup mix? Yeah, the Knorr, yeah. Knorr soup mix. Yes. I would just take that soup mix. Beautiful. Uh, you know, this is early early days. Not, yeah. a, not a chef yet. Had no respect for myself. But listen, man, it doesn't matter. Like you want to entertain people. What we used to do was take sour cream mash uh, you know squeeze drain uh, frozen spinach of all its uh, all its liquid, liquid add that packet stir that and put it in a bread bowl um, t- empty out a large like pumpernickel, a pumpernickel yeah. and put that in that was yeah. like a a classic dip like ali hassan was known for bringing a pumpernickel uh, bread take the cap off in front of everybody ooh uh, now i go through much more effort is what the point is and i rather than use the Packet of soup. I'll make my own sort of seasoning and stuff like that. But, but uh, these are classics, man. These are good. These are beautiful. You have friends over. You make these dips. You serve them with the chips, and they find out you make it out of this world. What's nice too is I had the spicy mayo. Yeah, and then I went. It was a little bit of heat. I went to the avocado. Tempered um, that heat. Yeah, yeah it's very nice. <laughs> it's a roller coaster. Yeah, it's, it's a great. real roller coaster. I'm happy with the choices I've mm-hmm. made here, bud. Well, great. So if you're having a sporting event. And it's kind of like a your buddies are coming over, beer and whatnot. You've got the chips. You've got these fantastic dips. If you're sitting back watching a very elegant sporting event, say with your mother-in-law, yes. you've got the Pim's Cup to enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Could these two go together? The only difference, I would say these dips can absolutely be served in an elegant uh, yep. uh, place. The only thing I would do differently is maybe I would get a sourdough loaf, Oh, slice it thin, toast it, make uh, what, what, what the British call toast soldiers, you know, just those those, those long sort of finger, sure. like fish stick looking. Th- and so you're dipping uh, baked or toasted sourdough into this mm. rather than the chips. The chips, however delicious they might be, give a kind of an informal feel sure. to your gathering. Your mother-in-law sounds like a, a, a stuck-up sort of, uh, you know, overly refined woman. So for her, I'm joking. What, I'm, I'm so what an animal I am. I'm, 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 I'm She's not Valerie. Movie. You're not <laughs> Valerie. I didn't even know you. I didn't even. Of course, I was just. Uh, that was a dig on uh, Marco that was right. misplaced. But uh, I'm very happy about this. Uh, for your vegan friends, thinly slice some cucumbers. Boom. Use them. <laughs> no, we, we have. Oh, for the for the dip. For, instead of for the, of course, yeah. Well, vegans can still eat a sourdough if there's no egg in You're there. Right. right. You're right. Yeah. Okay. They could probably have the, the corn uh, tortillas too. They could. Right. Absolutely. The only thing is to get this cheese out of here oh, sure. and get this, uh, get mayo. this uh, mayo right. or right. sour cream dip out of or here. Or just don't tell them. Yeah, it's all vegan. <laughs> do what I do. 
People come to the restaurant. Is it vegan? Sure. You care more this like for cheese. Valerie oh, no, it's tofu. than the millions of vegans out there. That's no, I would shame. never do that. I'm very cautious. When someone tells me they have a food allergy yeah. or they're vegan, I, I do, I do, I do ensure that the, the chef is aware. Of course. Yeah. It's, do you ever go through a moment where you're like, ah, who's going to – oh, God. Like I can't – my guilt would – it doesn't – it's never a vegan thing with me. Yeah. With me, it's a halal thing. Oh. Somebody's coming over and they're halal and then I'm like, oh, I've, I've frozen these like what, what are called shami kebabs. You know, okay. I made these – the shami kebab is like this you know, compressed meat patties. It, it's like just a delicious um, – the meat is ground almost into a paste. It's and not it's meat and lentils together in a paste, and then they're formed into patties. It's not like kefka, is it? Kefka is it? Kefta, first kefta, of all, kefta. Yeah, sorry, yeah, okay. yeah. You're thinking Franz Kafka. Uh, okay, sorry. No, I'm not. I just couldn't remember the name of it because I don't read. Okay, <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, but this is really like all, like a pureed okay. meat, basically, and uh, with with spices and a, a certain type of lentil in it. Mm. Anyway, so you freeze those, and then they're great. You take them out, and then you know, my wife will be like, but. You know, the people who you're making that for, they mm. eat halal. Is this halal? Oh, and I'm man. like, I mean, maybe. And then you is go, it, oh, God, I can't do it. Is it difficult when you have halal friends come over? Are you like, really? Or is I'll it, be honest with you. It depends yeah. on, on who they are. Okay. <laughs> Some people you don't want to make the effort. Right. You know? Something, right. It's like your, your mother's, your, your wife's ex-mother-in-law. Ugh. Is coming. Right. Why is this woman still in our life? Right. You know, we, we don't need this right. woman around. Oh, she's kind of, okay. For example. Sure. You know. Sure. Valerie, she's, no offense to you. No, no. You're not an ex-mother-in-law. Okay. You're a current mother-in-law. Right. And my ex-mother-in-law has never come to my home. Okay, so fair enough. So really this is completely a, fictitious. Okay, sure. But if it's somebody like that, right. you're like, oh, God, not only do I not want them here, now I also have to make a special trip mm-hmm. to a particular grocer and spend more money than I wanted to. Because you pay extra. There's a premium for halal Of course. Food, of course you do. Which I have no – I pay a premium for organic food. I mm-hmm. don't need the halal. And, you know, because I'm not a, a strong a practitioner and believer sure. in my own faith. Like what is that prayer that is said mm. when it's slaughtered? And are those guys – are those guys even really doing it I, you before know, they put the halal stamp? I, I, mean, dis- uh, I disagree with you. I feel more – What a surprise. As a, as a recovering Christian – I will purchase kosher and halal products with the most comfortable assurance that it's going to be a superior product to its non-kosher or halal equivalent. Because how many, how many religious criminals do you know? There's you millions out there. Yeah, sure. In the sure. name of their faith, yeah. they have committed horrific yeah, crimes. Yeah. You don't think somebody might do a little like just put the halal step on it? Who cares? No, I, I don't know. I, I feel like – must be nice to live in that world, Marco. Okay. Hmm? Why do you, you trust do you and have, love everybody? Is this some sort of secret it's investigation? Happened once. No, oh, it's it happened once. Oh, okay. There is a case where okay. it was like they weren't actually doing okay. um they weren't going through with those prayers and they were saying it was halal and I remember my wife and I were like, Oh my god, oh, this no. is gonna It's like when we found out that the um the um, what is it called? The farmer's market yes. didn't have – you know, you're like, oh, yes. I can't trust – so anyway, the, these memories have faded now. But, but it's, it's more than prayers. Look at us. It went from sports show to religious debate. <laughs> sports it's, it's sports mo- is religion for some Fair people, enough. Right? It's more than prayers. 
What else is it's, it? It's, it's how the way it's, it's, the way it's the way killed it's and sure. the, it's, it's the environment in which it's killed in. Sure. So uh, I'm not a kosher or halal specialist, but that's that's my basic understanding of it. Yeah. So I will say that uh, my my wife's aunt mm-hmm. lives up, uh, you know, an hour north of Toronto, mm-hmm. uh, alleged. I think she, you know, she's innocent in this, I believe. She was told by some grocer, yes. uh, butcher mm-hmm. in this area, in her area, that he would get halal goat for her and, sure. and slaughter it and, and all that. It was so bloody, this meat. Oh, no. It was like in a bath of blood right. that I strongly doubted. It's because of the halal, the way – what they call it, and people who are animal lovers will be horrified, obviously. But they so, call it so a – So warning. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, trigger warning trigger here. Warning, yeah. um, I was going to say They spoiler. call it humane. The yes. goat gets a small slit yes. in its throat. Yes. And it slowly, slowly dies. Yes. Then it is hung up and drained of the mm-hmm. blood. So my father, who was a complete non-practitioner of Islam, mm-hmm. always bought halal meat. He said it's cleaner. I agree with your your father. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that goat meat was not clean. Okay. Uh, now, mind you, that was not a Muslim man. That was some, you know, white Ontarian. Right. Maybe that's where the problem... Well, I, I would... <laughs> <laughs> not to point fingers. How Once many again, people were we insulted? In I don't this know, episode. but it's like really, I, it started off so the much only fun. The person <laughs> looking good today is Drake's mom. Everybody else has got some kind of a jab or a stab. Oh or man! A oh man! The, the turn knife. that we took here. I'm sorry. I, I feel like I. You brought up the halal, and then I defended kosher and halal uh, products. Hey, somebody so needs to. Yeah, someone has to stick you. up for. Yeah, for my friends. All right. So <laughs> that, that is. That's the that's the meat that's the meat and beverage portion of yes. uh, of eat and drink. Do you have a blindfold, my friend? I do. It it's, is time. Okay, here we go. What's in Marco's mouth? That's right. What's in Marco's mouth? It's nothing dirty. We're guessing. We're messing. Let's find out. What's in Marco's mouth? I literally would be happier if you had a pair of jeans wrapped around your head right now. <laughs> this is what it's going to be. I I got to trust you? I got to trust okay, you. Okay, I can take these off. Yeah, yeah. What What is the glasses plus the – it doesn't make any – all right, put the glasses on. It feels kind of like – ridiculous. All right, I just want to let you know what's happening. Joey Organized over here has lost his <laughs> – lost his blindfold. We have He's, a million blindfolds he too. He put sunglasses on. And we have a million blindfolds. They're just I upstairs. love what that says about you and Amanda as okay. a couple. Ah, <laughs> oh, these are handcuffs. Sorry. And then you, yeah, the big bag of. So he's wearing sunglasses and he's going to keep his eyes closed underneath those sunglasses, which begs the question, why the sunglasses? Okay, I'm going to take the sunglasses uh, but anyway, off. anyway, I, 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 for posterity's sake, it's great. I had a great laugh today. I, um, excuse me, I'm Sorry. making fun of Marco. Speaking of Joey organized. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, I. Uh, Are you take okay a there? Sip of water okay. and um, <clears throat> eat my own words. Choke on my own words mm-hmm. because uh, I forgot to bring the product that was going to go in Marco's mouth there today, and I felt very bad about that. And then I remembered, oh, I have something, and I leave his house. He says, "Where are you going?" I go to my car. He goes to my car. What? Am I going to be chewing on a piece of gum, an old cigarette butt? Anyway, so. I want to tell you that because I want you as a listener to know exactly what Marco knows. He knows that this is something that came from my car. Okay. That is all he knows. And um, is there more than one or do I just get one shot at it? Um, you'll get a couple of shots, okay. buddy. And okay. is it – are you putting it in my mouth or can I get it in my hand? You can get it in your hand. Oh, amazing. Okay. okay. I'm already liking this more. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, okay. There you go. Here well, that's weird. Go. Is it? Well, it's got a lightness to it. It's got a – okay, I'm just going to put it in my mouth. Oh, yep. there's the mic. Oh, come on. What is this thing? <laughs> Jeez. This isn't fair, whatever what is, this what is you're getting. What is it not fair? It's a, it's a thing from my car. My car should be so lucky to have that thing in it. It's like a cliff Bar, but it tastes like cardboard. some sort of uh, – you know when they put organic things together in a bar of some sort and they mash so many things together that you're like, what are these flavors? Date and – Apple and I don't know. Can I have another piece? I really don't like it. I'll make this piece smaller. Thank you. There's apple cider vinegar in here somewhere, I'm sure. I taste an acidic thing. It's some sort of um, – it's it's it, it's not a Cliff Bar because Cliff Bars are very dense. This has a lightness to it and it is um, – it tastes good for you. So that's <laughs> what I'm going to say. It tastes good for you. It is um, – it almost has like a popcorn – tooth to it. When you bite into it, it has that sort of feel to it. So I'm going to say that it is... Let me, can I just say one yeah, thing? Yeah. To compliment you on the dates. Yeah. You got dates. That's mm-hmm. the first ingredient. Yep. But there's two critical uh, ingredients that are in the name of this very bar that you okay. speak of that you have not nailed yet. Could it be fig? No, I don't think it's fig. Okay. One last one. My third. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking for two other ingredients. If you don't mind, it's, if you could be so kind. I'm hearing crinkle paper too, so it's really throwing me <laughs> off. It's like crinkle. Oh Jesus! This is this is like a, a dime a hash you just gave me. Like, in case you're wondering the size of it, um, um, date and I said apple, so it's not apple. It doesn't taste like fig. What do you got? I don't know, what man. Do you got? Date. What do you got? It tastes kind of whiny. Like it tastes like that. There's this acidic sort of astringent kind of uh, flavor to it. So it almost would be something that you would use apples because you would make alcohol out of apples. So it might have that date, fig, and apple morsel. I don't know what else okay. to call it. Okay. All right. Can I open my this eyes? Is open your eyes. Okay. Uh, it is a bar, as you said. Okay. Um, it is a dark chocolate coconut bar. Oh, the dark chocolate. You didn't okay. get yep. dark chocolate. Yeah, yeah, okay. You didn't get coconut. There's nothing acidic. It's the it's the cocoa. Yes. That's really, you know. Yeah, that makes total sense now. Yeah, yep. bitter. Yep. Yep, that's the bitterness. But for and you to not say coconut when those are there's there is coconut. Of coconut yeah, right yeah. On it. I, I mean, taste I it now. I can't give you this one. No, you can't. can't. You, you can't, can't have it. No, you can't. No, I did okay. a bad job. But is there apple cider vinegar? <laughs> there is not. Are you sure? You could read those God ingredients yourself, god damn. He says Well, you're not sticking to the five ingredient rule here just so we know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Focus on chips. But also, that's a junk food rule, right? right? This is not junk food. What's the fourth last ingredient, my friend? Oh, no. What's the fourth flaxseed? fourth last ingredient? Natural vanilla flavor? Yeah, there's no apple cider vinegar. I just wanted to <laughs> trick you there for a second. <laughs> wow, you really had me. I'm like, I literally have been reading these ingredients the entire time mm-hmm. you've had your eyes closed. How did I miss apple cider vinegar? I didn't. Is you did No, I got it wrong. I got it wrong. Yeah. Okay, well, there there goes. I have to say it was a mishmash. What's in Marco's mouth? I didn't have the blindfold. You had to trust me there, and I still yeah, fucked up. I had up, to go so. to my car. There you you knew it was something that would be in my car. Yep. Right. Um, great cigarette butt line, though. That All was right. hilarious. There I you really go. I like that. I'm not even a smoker, but I still liked it. Listen, um, uh, yeah. a special shout out to the um, Toronto Raptors. Toronto Raptors and the losing team, the. Uh, Golden State, what are they, Bridges? 
What were they called? Warriors. Warriors. That's right. You, that's right. They got a bridge as their symbol. <laughs> no, but I want to say, listen, good game. They were class. They were class the jabs. They were, and they they the, the the organization has taken two huge hits. Yeah. In, uh, Kevin Durant's. I guess they're saying it's going to be a year. Who is that he'll he? be gone. Oh wow! Yeah, it'll be a year. Achilles. I mean, there have been numerous Achilles related heel, uh, sort of. Um, uh, what do you want to call them? Sufferers. Sure. John Tory, our mayor, is yeah. somebody who has an Achilles injury, and and yet he still wakes up every day and goes <laughs> to his job and does his work. <laughs> I think the old adage with a limp, with a bit of a limp, to be quite honest, <laughs> you got to walk that shit off. That's all I can say. This anyway, is terrible. <laughs> he's a monster. My heart goes out to both Clay Thompson and uh, Kevin Durant. They did play their hearts out. They did. Uh, they are yeah. not a spoiled team by any no. means. Who like no. well, we're going to sit on our laurels? Where what does the town winners? Mean? The, the town, um, that's just uh, something on a jersey. I can't okay, tell you what that means. Enough. I I would love to know, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know. It's okay. something San Francisco or Oakland right. uh, people you would know, know about. Yeah, yeah. Let us write, write in or yeah. tweet us yeah, yeah, or yeah. Instagram us and There's tell us what it is. absolutely no reason for us to Google this. No, no, you tell us, please. <laughs> and also, but what I would really like to know is your favorite dips. Tell us about your favorite dips, right? What's I've got hummus is a top one. Baba Ganoush is a top one for me. What's yeah. the dip that reflects your team? So, for example, for example, if, you're, if your team is the Santa Fe whatever um, – <laughs> Um, artisans, then what? What? what <laughs> is there a team inside of it? There's no team in Santa Fe. That's, That's what I mean. But I'm fight. sure there's some sort of okay. like, uh, you know, university team, right? The Santa Fe Fighters, the Santa Fe Pirates, whatever. What? I mean, you, three more guesses and you'll get it, I'm sure, right? The Santa Fe Huskies. Yeah. 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 Sure. But, you know, what What would be the perfect Winnipeg Jet? Yeah. Dip. You tell us. That's great. Yeah. That's great. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Looking forward to hearing from you. Uh, I'm Ali San. I'm Marco Tempano. Marco Tempano. Until we eat again. We hope you got your fill of Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Tempano. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Eat Drink. Email them your cocktail and food suggestions to podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Until the next episode, bottoms up. (laughs) 